Hello everyone, my name is Sarah and I'm here today to bring you our last creator chat for the year. I know what you're thinking, Christmas is less than a week away, the kids are out of school, the shops are packed and we are all tired. But think of this as a little gift from Alia Graphic to you. I'm joined today by Holly Jane, a creator who released her debut comic in September titled Bunny Girl, The First Adventure. Um, Holly has been waiting a long time to chat with us, so let's get right into us. Holly, thank you for joining us today. Can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Yes, hello, nice to join you. Um, yeah, I've been drawing Bunny Girl for a little while now. Um, love creating short comics about her and stories. Uh, also other characters like thinking them up and creating little stories for them. Um, drawing wasn't my first love. I've always loved sculpting with polymer clay, um, creating little characters and also posable fairy dolls. Um, so drawing is slightly newer to me, but um, loving it. Uh, I also enjoy uh, collecting toys from the 80s and vinyl toys, as you can see behind me. <laughs> um, and I live on the Gold Coast with my son, Cameron. So as a child, did you read comics at all? Not really, no. Um, I kind of fell into comics more so recently. Um, I think just through social media and um, other artists I follow and that just, you know, just love the medium of that and storytelling with panels and things. Love it. <laughs> um, you mentioned your son. What about him? Is he a comic reader at all? Not really, no. He's, um, yeah, he's uh, not a big reader yet, but I'm hoping that'll, that'll come. He, he has enjoyed Bunny Girl. I don't know if it's just because it's mummy's book or <laughs> or whatever it may be but yeah he, he'll get there slowly help hopefully <laughs> um and so when I was researching into you I did come across your Etsy store which is adorable yeah. and I can see your cute little figures and the little paper crafts you do um so where did your love of crafting and art come from I think it's just always been there for as long as I can remember um especially like sort of primary school age uh I remember my art teacher sort of introduced me to Paula McClay and I didn't really stop just always making something with it um mum was quite good at uh sewing and making small like teddy bears and things out of felt so we were always making something and when I kind of learned how to do it myself, then I was always making something. <laughs> and yeah, just always enjoyed it. Um, and so that is not obviously your full-time job. So you do this part-time outside yeah. of work hours? Mm -hmm. Yes, I work full-time in a day job. So yeah, fitting it all in is sometimes a bit hard, also <laughs> with a child. But um, yeah, if I don't, I'm not creating or not drawing or not making something it, it does feel a little bit off to me like something's missing so <laughs> yeah it's never too far away <laughs> um and do you find that it's changed for you this year do you draw more or do you create and craft more I think it yeah it did change this year especially 
when we went into lockdown, um, I found I had a bit more time, which was really nice. And um, for the first time, oh, in years actually, created a, a fairy doll out of polymer clay, which was just bliss, if I'm honest. <laughs> um, I just love, you know, sort of getting in the zone and I find it really relaxing um, working with clay. So, yeah, I, there was a bit more time to do things and also, yeah, um, just, yeah, it was obviously very different for everyone, but mm. I, I enjoyed that side of it. Um, yes, I love what you've done. My little girl, who's five, would just be an absolute heaven knowing <laughs> that someone exists in the world that makes these things. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about Bunny Girl. What sparked the idea for that? So I first created Bunny Girl just playing with clay one day. Um, Sometimes I go in, like I used to have a room where I did it, but I don't anymore, <laughs> um, go in there with no ideas and just sort of potter about and, yeah, started making a little girl. I thought, oh, what if she was wearing some sort of suit and that? So, yeah, I've always loved bunnies and cute things, so that sort of comes naturally <laughs> to put her in a bunny suit. And when I finished her, I was like, oh, I really like that. You know, she kind of looks like a vinyl toy you know which I love collecting and sort of put her to the side and then oh, probably about a year later I started designing um, enamel pins and things like that um, and I, I designed a cereal box pin so it's the cereal love club pin and um, that you know cereal boxes always have a character on them and I thought I'll, I'll just put bunny girl on it and then when I looked at the finished design I'm like a girl in a bunny suit on a cereal box like there's got to be a story there <laughs> and um, decided to write a short zine or comic zine um, about her and, and why is she on this cereal box basically and that was going to be um, something I could take to markets or um, something like that you know to sort of explain the pin as to why this girl in a bunny suit was on a pin but um, I've yet to go to a market <laughs> with that. But, um, yeah, and um, I just put the zine on my Etsy shop and to, just to see how it go, and people really liked it. Yeah. And how did you get it from a zine to a actual little hard book? So um, the zine wasn't, it took me about a year to actually finish that zine. Um, and then it was in the Etsy shop not very long and my publisher actually found me um, through Instagram and she purchased the Serial Love Club pen and the zine and then direct messaged me and asked me if I would like to create a story, a picture book of Bunny Girl. So, yeah, um, ecstatic, just the best <laughs> message ever. Um, <laughs> I've, I've always had an interest in children's books and um, I, I never thought I would be drawing one. I don't know. I, I often toyed with the idea of maybe making characters in clay for a, a book. So just over the moon. And, yeah, we've been creating ever since with Funny Girl. <laughs> 
was that a big learning curve for you to go yeah. from working with a publisher and making it become a reality? Yeah, it was um, a whole new world and um, not being overly um, confident, I think, sometimes um, with all of that and learning how am I going to do this? And I and the big learning thing for me was because it was a comic book, it wasn't just like a picture book maybe has one picture to maybe a two-page spread of text. This was lots and lots of panels and lots and lots of little pictures <laughs> and 32 pages of it. So um, it, it's huge actually to, um, yeah, with the first book to finish that. It was just a mammoth task. So um, I learnt a lot and, yeah, so that'll stick stick with me. <laughs> um, so you were working full-time. So how long did it take you to do that, like to complete it? Um, it was probably a good six to eight months, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So and obviously there's a lot of back and forth and, editing and changing things around in the story so yeah um yeah long time you work um like digital digitally like is yes. it all on screen and so it that is. yeah um, so you just have to email back and forth everything yeah we email back and forth and um yeah I draw uh with the ipad pro and apple pencil mm -hmm. um yeah and just yeah, a lot of back and forth and a lot of editing. So, oh, yeah, so this, um, I was saying this Christmas I'll, holidays, I'll probably be doing the same again as last mm -hmm. year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you going to be doing a sequel or the next in a series? Yes. Yep. Uh, yes, I'm currently working on book two. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of sketching to be done and the story's mostly done, so... Yeah, it's an exciting point. I like to get to the drawing, so <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> so is that how you work? You write the story first and then yeah. do the panels with it? Yeah. With the first one, I, I was a bit more visual, I think, um, and sort of did the storyboard first and kind of added in text at the same time. But uh, this time around, I've just gone with the story first. Mm. So um yeah and then just kind of put notes if I think of something or a visual I want for text just kind of put notes by it so I remember for later um <laughs> when I'm doing <laughs> the storyboard and that so yeah so I'm still learning a lot mm. obviously but um yeah that, that's worked quite well this time and have you been pleased with how bunny girl has been received yeah, I think so. I've I've received positive feedback. So, I mean, I can't ask for more than that. I just <laughs> hope they like her as much as I enjoy, um, you know, writing for her and drawing her. Mm. Um, can I ask you, is is there a lot of you in Bunny Girl? Um, I think so, yeah, <laughs> to some degree, yes, definitely. Um, yeah, I found that I've sort of inspired by um you know cartoons of the 80s and mm. toys of the 80s as well when I think about how I you know how I'm forming her personality and things um 
things like strawberry shortcake and charmkins and I liked that sort of innocence of you know those girly kind of stories and that from when I was younger so I'm hoping that comes across (laughs) (laughs) it does I mean I I enjoyed reading it um I purchased it um in like preparation for speaking to you when Yogi um told us about it and I just was like ah I would have loved this as a kid where was this when I was growing up yeah (laughs) because it's so I love how everything's drawn it does remind me a lot I was an 80s kid so um it feels familiar to me but I love all the pastel colors um yeah I love the really subtle little humor and actually my daughter and I fight over this she um keeps taking it back into her room because it's her book um (laughs) (laughs) and I was just like but I need it (laughs) I need to do something with it yeah so it's funny um because yeah it just keeps moving between the two rooms but she loved it and I have to tell you that the panel she just loved the most and she loses it laughing at it is um the costume changes oh yeah that's one of my favorites (laughs) well that comes across because the banana scene she just (laughs) laughs and laughs her little head off and thinks it's so funny that she dressed as a banana um yeah so she loved it and I think for me as a parent of a little girl Mm. um it was good to see something that you know she's a superhero but it's a girl and you know her superpower is being kind um and was that important to you when you came up with this story yeah it was I just wanted something that you know, um, that kids could identify with in their friendships and stuff. Um, My son is on the autism spectrum and struggles socially and that. So, and he's got a lovely group of friends and and they're quite protective of him. So, and all I've ever seen from them is kindness towards him and, um, you know understanding and that so yeah that was important to me um and just a bit of a question do you classify bunny girl as a picture book or as a comic um is that distinction important to you or I feel like it it's kind of in between Mm. um it's definitely, you know, obviously lots and lots of pictures and not a lot of text sometimes. So it kind of fills in that, you know, for the younger mm-hmm. reader or just starting to read and hopefully some of the humour and that reaches maybe an older reader. So, yeah, I don't think it's, it's sort of in the middle, mm. I, I like to think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, because we um, had this discussion with the group um, because I think, like, it's in a picture book format. I suppose that's what mm. um, makes it straddle the line. You know, it's it's got a hard cover um, and I would have found that probably in my local library in the picture book section. Mm. But sometimes I think that um, with younger readers especially, um, letting them know that there's a graphic novel section Mm. in a library, a junior graphic novel section, something like this I think would be so popular because Mm. you're right, It's there's enough there for a younger child to look at and to learn to follow the story. 
Mm. Um, and as a parent, you're not too bored by it. You know, it's engaging on both levels. Yeah. Um, so I was just curious. I mean, when the publisher approached you, um, was it coming from an angle of this is a picture book or were they happy to kind of stay to your ties of it being a zine or a comic? They were, they were very keen for it to be a comic book mm -hmm. um, in the beginning. Um, we did refer to it a lot as a picture book, but um, and, I, and I think when we were doing the cover, we were leaning towards maybe something a little less comic book feel, but um, and then came back to know it should look like a comic yeah. book. Yeah, so yeah, I think we've always sort of been on both sides. Mm of that which is nice <laughs> no I do I love the cover because it does it looks it has the setup of um more of the floppy comics that you would get where they'd have the yeah. little stamp and the issue number um so I like how that looks I think it works really well yeah. I like details like that very much <laughs> <laughs> details are important to children um yeah. I think people can dismiss them but they notice uh details like they that do. for sure um and so do you have a connection to libraries at all? Are you a member of your local library? I, I was when my son was younger and we spent mm -hmm. a lot of time there. Um, loved it. So he's a bit older now, so maybe not quite as interested. But, mm -hmm. yeah, it would be nice to be more connected to a library. <laughs> um, and would you be interested in getting your book into libraries and school libraries? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, you know, that. I know when I was at school, we'd always go to the library and you, you found out about a lot of books that maybe you wouldn't usually just spending time in there. So, mm. um, yeah, I think that would be great. Maybe something to aim for for next year. Yes. To promote yeah. it and get it in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could think that there just would be so many girls and boys that would love this, yeah. um, you know, that it stands out a little bit and it is... Um, really sweet and I think just marketed well to what children would be drawn to. Yeah. Um, so do you have any advice for someone that would be looking to put out their first comic in this kind of more junior style? I think um, I can only go what's worked for me, I suppose, mm. and I, I think just sharing your artwork on social media is such a... As, particularly Instagram, um, such a wonderful uh, place to show people and um, if and creating something tangible like a zine, even if you just print it yourself. I just drew it all up and had it printed at Officeworks <laughs> and put it in my shop, you know. Um, I think just don't be scared to show people and um, write ideas down even if they're silly at first you never know what short little comic or little joke can be made within just a few panels I love that about comics um, so I often will have little doodles on the side of whatever I'm drawing um, yeah just you never know what idea is gonna go somewhere but yeah make zines um, create Etsy shops put your stuff out there and just have a go. <laughs> Do you get a lot of um, people that buy your stuff through your Etsy shop? 
Yeah, I do. Um, sales have definitely dropped this year. <laughs> um, but I think sales have increased for um, locals, hmm. like a lot of Aussies, but I think the shipping overseas at the moment has just, just been a killer, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely had a lot of people interested in the pins mostly and yeah, I haven't spent a lot of time on my Etsy shop. <laughs> There's some stickers in there and stuff, but, um, yeah, I I'd love to put more in there, hopefully one day. Mm. Mm. And so you mentioned before that you are a collector um, and I can see by the toys behind you. Yes. Um, are they stuff you've had since childhood and you've held on to them or as an adult have you sought out those I have, items? I have some that are from when I was a kid, definitely, Um the keepers and um, charmkins and things like that and other things I've sort of collected as an adult. But I don't. I'm not. I don't have to have every piece. <laughs> I don't have to have every My Little Pony. I just you like a few. You know, it's the colours and the nostalgia that I that I like, and packaging. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see because you've got some still in their packaging yeah. and they've never been opened. Is that right? No. Well, some are um, like anniversary editions. Oh, yeah. So I have opened them, but I put them back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my daughter um, found my old toy box at my parents' house. And oh. so she's been playing with everything. She found my old little, my little ponies. Um, yeah. And there is a part of you as an adult where you're like, okay, yes, my child, you should play with them. And then there is your inner child who just is like, no, no, don't touch them. Exactly. They're mine. Exactly right. <laughs> um, and so would you be looking to um, work on your art and your books more in the future? Like is your goal to have that be your full-time job or is it more still just a hobby and a side um, job at the moment? I, I think that's the ultimate wish. <laughs> <laughs> love to do it full-time. Um, yeah, I'm just, I, yeah, loved it. I mean, ever since I was a kid, just making. So that would be great. So hopefully. <laughs> Plus, Bunny Girl looks like it would do well with the toy line with it, just saying. <gasps> <laughs> don't get me started <laughs> I would love that love there to be a bunny girl uh figurine or something absolutely if that happens that that's another dream <laughs> <laughs> oh well it was lovely to chat to you today thank you so much for too, being generous Sarah. with your time thank you um, and before we go, is there um, places where people can find out more about you and Bunny Girl? Yes, there is. Um, probably Instagram is where I post uh, most of my art and um, comics. Um, and my Instagram is Art of Holly Jane. And you can find links to uh, Twitter as well there and the Etsy shop. So Instagram. <laughs> well it worked for you didn't it it Someone did came through. I feel it like it really did <laughs> I feel like that's a dream story that they tell people you know it is <laughs> it, it absolutely is well thank you so much um and thank that you. is all for us today um have a lovely Christmas stay safe 
we yes. will be taking a break. Um, we're going to have January off. We'll be back in February with Ali Graphic and some more great stuff lined up next year. Thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to Ali Graphic Podcast. Hit the subscribe button on our YouTube page and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Aliagraphic, email us at aliagraphicinfo at gmail.com and check our blog, aliagraphic.blogspot.com for updates, monthly roundups of news and new release titles.